you know, I'm, I'm out here and I'm looking. This is not the typical 22-year-old, 23-year-old artist that I'm accustomed to working with. Right. I'm dealing with somebody who has to go to bed soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's real, it's real talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Never Follow Trends podcast, episode 10. Genevieve's talking. As always, I got my brother Hooks in the building. What's good? What's good? Hooks. Miss Kasi, how are you today? I'm good. Yeah, today, you know, we got a special guest. Um, I've known the man for a long time. Haven't seen him in years, but we always stay connected. I always uh, respected what he does. Um, super talented. I mean, talk about longevity. Talk about um, getting it done through the pandemic. I'm always see this man working. Um, video producer, exact. My man, Kareem Johnson. What's up, Kareem? What's going on? Thank you so much for the intro. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. How are you guys doing? Man. Doing great. Thank you for being here. For real. For real. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. I-, I look forward to this. Thank you. I got I got to ask you, obviously, you know, kind of came up during the same time. I mean, um, I remember meeting you in Rough Riders and different places and stuff. We never physically worked together, obviously, but we always appreciated each other's talents in the game. Um, I had to ask you, when did you get in this business? So just produ- I've been producing music videos for 23 years, 23, 24 but I got into business through my father, actually. My father, my oh. uncles. Yeah, I have a whole host of family members that are in the business. My father was a, he was a gaffer. Um, he passed away three years ago, but he was a gaffer, um, which means that he was the chief lighting technician. So he was in charge of all the power and lights on music videos, commercials, and movies. So once I turned 15 years old, he was like, yo, you come with me to work. And you're going to be an electrician. You're going to learn a trade and all this other jazz. So I was like, all right, cool. And um, so, uh, yeah, so when I was started, I'm, I'm 47 now. I uh, started when I was 15, you know, and I've just been rocking and rolling ever since. But I stayed in the music video lane because I just like the stick and move aspect of it. You know, I, I, could, I could do two videos a week. I could chill out for a couple of days, get back to work, you know, just live a life. Mm-hmm. So since I was 15, just been um, in the music video world, just starting as an electrician and then gradually just moving up to um, producing to now commissioning music videos. Commissioning. Yep. Can you explain yep. that a little bit for, for me and the listener? Gotcha. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, every, every record label, of course, has their video department. And mm-hmm. in that video department, you have a video commissioner. And that video commissioner, they're the person, they're the, they're, they're the folks that get the music first, and then they solicit those songs to a handful of directors. And then those directors write their concepts, send them back to the commissioner, and the commissioner discuss that, those concepts with the said artist, said management, and they come up with a decision on what's the best you know, visual for that track, and then they award the, they, they award the job to the director 
The director then hires his producer. They do a budget, send it back to us. If it's within or it's around the budget where we need it to be, the job is then awarded. And then we shoot the video within that week, two weeks or whatever time, you know, time span we have. So that's my job. That's what I always wanted to do. Um, I always wanted to just give back and just give other creatives an opportunity. So, you know, I wasn't really into the the movies and all that, because that shit is too time consuming. I'm I'm not even going front. You know, the movies, I love music. I love music videos. That's what I grew up um, watching, listening to. um, And, you know, that's what I do now. I mean, I still, depending on the project, I may produce a video here and there. But as of right now, my my full-fledged job is commissioning and then executive producing projects through my company overseeing. So, So that's, yeah, that's what I do. What have you been doing since the pandemic? Can you can you throw some some names, some videos that you've been working on, you know, during this time? Yeah, we um, I just, well, actually, which which just came out today, Wiz Khalifa, his new video, um, Still Wiz, that just came out today. Um, just dropped Jack Harlow's What's Poppin' remix that was last week. Um, what else did I? I mean, it's, I mean, during the pan during the pandemic, of course, the label shut down and things of that mm-hmm. nature, but we were still working. I was still doing like lyric videos, which I did all of Lil Uzi's lyric videos for his current album. We were doing animation videos. So even though if I wasn't on set, we were still creating content, you know, and that content being animated videos and lyric videos. And then when the opportunity around, you know, uh, um, came for, say, California opened up, then Atlanta opened up, we made conscious decisions to say, like, let's shoot these videos while we have the opportunity to. So during that time, I shot Jack Harlow, shot Wiz Khalifa, shot um, IVJ. I shot another huge music video that is coming out at the end of this month. Unfortunately, I cannot give you the name of the artist, but it's a very big music video. And um, it's actually the biggest video of this year during, it's actually the biggest project I should say. Wow. Um, and I'm just saying that's based off of the information that California told us during this pandemic. No one has shot a video of this magnitude to the point where I had over 300, had to take over 300 COVID tests for all the crew and everybody. And within that, we only had 12 people that was tested positive, um, wind up shooting two days in California. Um, but regardless of the fact, we were still working. Um, so yeah, I've just been staying busy, man. And um, that's it, man. I just, I, I'm, I'm not letting this, I just had to stay creative during this, during sure. this whole process, this whole pandemic, because you know, it's just, I see how a lot of my, my peers are, how it's affecting a lot of my film and television peers. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I've just been, I've just been fortunate and just happy to be in a position where I can create lyric videos and animated videos and give other people opportunities, you know, while others are just, you know, trying to maintain through this, you know what I'm saying? So, but the window, the window was open right now a little bit. So I still got some video. I got like four videos lined up right now that I still have to shoot. And, you know, I'm just going to just stay positive and productive, man. That's it. That's all I can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just uh, listening, you you talk about, you know, you having to go to, you go to Atlanta, you go to LA. 
How has that process been as far as the dynamic on set with everything going on? I mean, obviously it's it's a lot more difficult, mm-hmm. but um, does it? I mean, everybody's com- obviously has to be compliant in these in these situations. Has it made your job a little more a little more harder, or is it kind of just the same, or even easier to control? Like in your opinion, I mean, it's 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 been fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Like the very first video you know, that I did, like, actually, like, physically being on set. I'm on set. I got my gloves. I got sanitizer in both pockets. I got mm-hmm. masks in every pocket. I'm in the corner. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm not going to say the, the artist's name, but I see the artist come to set. You know, he's with his boys, and they're dapping each other up, hugs, passing blunts, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, like, okay, if y'all going to do all that and be irresponsible, I'm going to sit my ass in the corner way away from you guys. And I'll just come to the monitor ever so often, look at the screen, see what we're shooting. And I'm going to go back to the corner. That's how I'm, that's how, and that's how I've been on every set that I've been shooting, um, that I've been on um, thus far. You know, I go there strapped up with all the shit that I need (laughs) and I'm playing the corner. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I see, you know, some of the artists are like, ah, fuck that mask shit, ah, that shit. Like, I hear you and all, but people are dying, people are getting sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not taking no. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I'm. And on top of it, you got to go home to your little ones and your. Family. I gotta go. Home. Yeah, yeah. Listen, my wife has yeah. asthma. I got a damn pacemaker. I can't be. I can't fuck around. So, yeah. with that being said, I'm gonna take all. I'm taking all the precautions I can to stay safe. But at the same token, a lot of the crew members have been very responsible. They have their mask, they have their gloves, you know, everybody's doing what they got to do. And the jobs are getting done. I mean, but then again, I have some set people that just don't give a fuck. And I just feel like, uh, you got to chill. But the last video I just did, like I said, you know, it was a big, it was a a huge situation. You drive up, you get swabbed. You had to sit on, sit in your car for 15, 20 minutes. If you were positive, you got to go home. If you're negative, proceed to set. And you, you know, of course, you still got your mask on and everything, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's the anxiety is gone because now you know you're around COVID-free people in a mm-hmm. in a in a great working environment. Mm-hmm. The environment has been sprayed down, has been cleansed, and you know all that jazz. So you know, it makes you feel a little bit better. But you know, I'm hearing more stories right now, like other producers, other directors come. You know, they just in general conversation, they're like, yo. They out here with no mask and it's crazy and da 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 da. I'm just like, just take care of yourself. How about that? Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So, so that's it's been a fifty fifty situation depending on the project, man. Depending on who really gives a fuck or not. You know what I'm saying. So, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But work, <laughs> but as but as you see, work is still happening. People are still shooting videos. Like mm-hmm. they outside. You know, they, mm-hmm. they outside, man. You know. So I just do what I got to do. You know, protect myself. You know, mm-hmm. so. So, what's your you favorite know? um video that you've produced to date? Oh my! Oh my gosh! I know you have oh, at wow. least one. You gotta have one, maybe two. One. You can give us top five one. if you want. <laughs> Yo, that's the that's that's the that's the hardest question <laughs> to answer because they're all top three. Uh, top three? <laughs> oh shit! Top three? Top ten? Give okay, me okay, 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 okay. No, no, okay. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. I'll give you Cardi B money. I say that because that's a good one. that was the big that because we actually won a VMA off of that. That was actually produced through my production company. So I was very happy 
That's in regards to that. And then be, and then being there at the, that was my second VMAs that I went to. And for me to sit there and win, I'm sitting there like, oh man. shit. You know what Chill, I'm saying? Bro. Like, like, oh yeah, man, it was, yeah. it was a big deal. Bro. So congratulations. Cardi, by I, man, bro, for real, Kareem, that's, yeah. that's, that doesn't happen to everyone, man. That's such a blessing, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, it was, it's, it was, it was great. You know, I mean, her being, you know, me being from the Bronx, she being, you know, her, she being from the Bronx and just seeing that grind and then having an opportunity to actually produce in her videos. Like uh, I produced, I like it like that. You know, that went over a billion views. So I'm happy about that. Uh, money did well. Press did well. Um, you know, all the videos that we've done so far have done, have done extremely well. But I would say you said one. So I'll give you that, Cardi, because at the VMA. But even I, I even I got my very first video, my very first video that I ever produced, which was um, Royal Flush featuring Noriega, Ice wow. Down Medallions. Wow. What? Wow. Yo, hold up. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up. Listen, I always was cool. Know me and Nori tight. Flush is good, dude. I never knew you did that. That was my very that was my very first hip hop video ever produced. That's because prior prior to that, I was. You know, I'm an, I'm an electric with my dad, and he's like, yo, I want you to start producing videos. So I came back to New York City, and I started producing a lot of Latin videos at first. Uh, my very first video ever that I produced was for this group called Mundo Max. They had this song called Magustan Todas. Um, I did a video for Los Intocables, the Latin Boys, and then that's when I met, I met uh, Mike Geronimo at the tunnel. Oh, wow. I met him at the tunnel, and I was like, yo, I want to work with you, but then he led me to Brian Leach, and then Brian oh, Leach yeah. at TV, yeah, at TBT was wow, like, "Yo, TBT. yeah, exactly. I want you to produce a video for our new artist, Roll Flush." And I was like, "I right, cool," and we made it happen. And Brian was the first one that really gave me an opportunity. Like he gave me all Little John videos, Pitbull's first five videos. I did all those Little John, Disabo, Tijo Moses. Uh, Ying Yang Twins, like those are all. I did all those early videos that I produced for him. You know what I'm saying? Say, so Brian was a, Brian was a good dude instead. Oh, yeah, Brian, yeah, good, good dude. Mike, Mike as well. Always just good people, man, over there. Because you know, coming up trying to get a deal, and man, those dudes are just good guys, man. Oh yeah, Brian is great, man. I mean, I just spoke to Brian last week, actually, just shouting him out. He's over. At, he has his label, Polo Grounds, and I actually did a couple of videos for for the label last year. Did like maybe three, four videos for his um for his new artist. So, you know, it just came back full circle. You know what I'm saying? So I was happy about that. But I mean, this has been a lot of music videos that I've done that I just really, you know, I really enjoyed just doing. And there's some videos I totally forget until I might hear the song. <laughs> you know, like, oh sure. shit, I totally like last night I was listening to XM radio or whatever and uh, Fabulous and Swizz, Return of the Hustle came on. I was like, oh shit, I, sh I did that video. I totally <laughs> forgot. And then I went on YouTube last night and actually pulled it up. Like, oh, I remember when you shot that, da, da, da. So it just, you know, it depends, you know. It just, I might be somewhere, or I might see something, or I might hear the music. I'd be like, oh, I, I did that video. Oh, that's what's up. All right, cool. Keep it pushing. Kareem, didn't didn't you do that Miss Fat Booty joint? I did miss, I did miss Fat Booty. Um, most of that joint. That was yeah, with, that um, was dope. That was I, was, dope. I was with my guy, J. Justice Smith. Um, what else? Oh, okay. I know something else you guys probably, I, I also produced the, the Nelly Tip Drill video. 
Oh, oh wow. legendary. Yeah, <laughs> wow. you know what I'm saying? So, I mean. That shut everything down when that came out. I'll I tell you that much. What was so crazy is Ludacris had the video called P-Poppin', which I also produced. So it's like those videos go head to head, which was so crazy when Swizz had the verses joint, Nelly versus Luda, and they both did the song. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. I, I did both of these videos. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. So I'm just happy just being here just to actually just create something for the, you know, for the world to see. So obviously, I mean, you've been doing this close to uh, over 30 years. You started with your 15, about, yeah. you said you're 46. 30 years ago, video budgets were enormous compared to now. Um, and just the technology-wise, like using film, right, and different video, and now, you know, using dig- digital media. Yeah. Um, if you could go back and just, like, take us through the transition of, like, when technology started to come around and, like, how things changed uh, with your work, like, and how, and how you handle that. You know, that's one of the questions I, I, you know, I often, people definitely ask, they ask me, and I just tell them, to be honest with you, what I did was I just surrounded myself around folks that were, you know, that were basically, you know, absorbing or just around the new technology. It's like, Mm -hmm. as I started, you know, as, as the film started fading out and the 24P and digital started coming into play, I had to surround my folks I had, to, I had to surround myself around folks that knew that that knew that technology you know i just i knew the business and i knew how to produce and all that other stuff but there's certain things that i still didn't know because that wasn't my department or what have you so i said you know what, let me just put my arm around certain people and then that way i'm going to learn as they come up i'm going to learn as well but then i'm going to help them navigate through the record labels, you know, the managers and the product managers and the commissioners and things, because I knew that world, you know. So listen, you you're good with the 24 p camera. I'm going to introduce you to this music video. I mean, to this commissioner, and let's make something happen because the technology is changing. So with that being said, I'll produce the project for you. So that's what I had to do. I just I just had to just get around, just be around certain people that knew the technology, and to the point where now I, I know this shit. You know what right. I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I know the technology and, and there's things, I mean, there's things coming around every day. There's something, new, you know, so I'm still, I'm still learning and I'm still surrounding myself once again with those like-minded people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> that's all it really was. I just, and that's what I got. I, I would tell a lot of my, my, my older directors, it's like, you, you guys are now OGs. I mean, it's not about you anymore. Unfortunately, it may not be about you right now. So put your arm around the younger guys and guide them, navigate them through this system that you already know. You know what I'm saying? You have a relationship with an artist. Well, I can't do the video, but I got this young guy or this young woman who can actually do the video for you. I'll oversee the project. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I had to just find, I just had to just, just figure it out, you know, and just make it work. And it has, it, it's, it's paid off because my, the end game for me was really to be a commissioner. I wasn't really, I didn't really want to do the movies and yes, the big payoff, but I don't have time to be being on one movie for six to eight months and all that. Yeah. Other. I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. I want to keep it pushing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to relax for a week or whatever, just, you know, be dumb for a day if I got to. Yeah. You get know? a little variety in your Yeah, in your man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me just, let me just stay in my lane, master my lane. And just, you know, just keep going, just keep pushing forward. And that's what I've been doing, you know, these 24 years, man. You know, so, I mean, that's how it's worked for me. I can't say it worked for everybody else, but for me, 
it is work. You know what I'm saying? So I'm happy. I'm happy with that. And I love repeat business because that's the thing I like to just like, like with Wiz, like I've known Wiz since black and yellow. That was my very first video with Wiz Khalifa was black and yellow. And now 10 years later, we're still doing videos to the point where now I'm commissioning and be honest with you, he was the one that actually put me in this position to commission. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. um, he, he came out with his album two years ago and he wanted, he was like, Kareem, I want you to commission my album. And then from there, Julie Greenwald at Atlantic Records was like, listen, well, since you're doing a great job, there's another artist. There's another artist. So now I have nine artists on, the, on, on my roster that I commissioned for. So I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just taking it one day at a time, just keeping it going. Kareem, that's like, you know, the referral business in any business. You know, you, you know, I, I always have a motto, you do good business with good people, right? Yeah. And if you could, if you could, if you could keep that motto, money sometimes just comes just because you're a good dude. Yeah. Obviously you have to know what you're doing, but that's, that's already done already because people already respect that. But when you're a good person, people won't feel comfortable the labels want to throw money at them because they don't have to worry about nothing. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So they, exactly. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's a simple process for them because as we know, being in the music business, you could be talented as hell, but you could be an asshole. Yeah. And people don't want to. People rather you know give some give give the nice guy who's talented than that idiot who has a name and and doesn't know how to handle themselves. But that that's a great point, man. Because you know longevity is the key in any business, right? That's that's and, right. And, and your word that you use was adapting, and that's that's huge. Oh yeah, big time. You got you have to, and that's what I told a lot of my guys. Is like, listen, guys, you gotta adapt, man. Like, don't be afraid to put your arm around some of these these new these these, these new creatives that are coming up. That's under you, because I'm I'm on my gram all the time. I'm still looking at young new creatives. People DM me all, and I answer all my DMs because you never know. You never know. Who's going to be that gem? You know what I'm saying? So I'll take the time to look at a video or what have you. And I might see something in there that I might, you know, that I might like. Be like, you know what? I'm going to give this person an opportunity. I'm going to see how they write. So I'm going, to send, I'm going to send them the new IVJ track or the new Wiz track and just write a concept. Let me see how your writing skills are. Let me see how you put a concept together. You know what I'm saying? And take it from there. And you never know. And sometimes I, I found those gems through the gram. Hmm. Through your years, have you found somebody, if you want to name that person and they became big off of you finding them? Is anybody in that, in that, at that level or is it somebody um, fairly new? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, well, I, I'll give you one person who I found as a, as a recently, there's a young guy out of Atlanta. His name is Tyrius Michael. Um, okay. You know, when, you know, I'm, I'm one night, I'm, I'm on my porch smoking a joint, just chilling and I'm on the gram. Going down the Instagram rabbit hole. I'm just going through the next page to the next page to the next page. And I find this video. I just find a reel. And the way that the, the reel was cut and the shot selection, I was like, oh, I like this. So I found mm -hmm. a person, you know, I went on his page and saw the rest of his work. And I was like, yo, I, I like your work. I want to, I want to, I want to work with you. Ironically, he was already, he was already following me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, cool. So, I, you know, I sent him. Gucci Man featuring Meek Mill. I sent him that track because at the time I had Gucci on my roster as well. And I sent him a track. He wrote a concept, sent them all to Gucci. Gucci hit me back like maybe two days later and said, I like this concept. And it was serious. I was like, oh, shit. 
And um, I just surrounded him around. I just surrounded Tyrius with good, good crew that I knew in Miami because we, we wound up shooting a video in Miami. To, you know, put him around a good D, a good DP, a good AD, assistant director, um, some some just some strong crew folks. And the video came out dope. Um, and now Tyrius is in Atlanta, popping like wow. he is popping ten right now, as they say. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I look at him, and he's always hitting me like once a week. Thank you, OG. Thank you for wasn't for you. And I'm just like, yo, man, just, just all I all I want you to do is when you get to a point, you look back and you grab somebody else up. You send the you know, elevator all, back down. Yep, I love that's, it. That's all. That's all I ask you to do. Like, you know, that's great that you can hit me up and say mm-hmm. thank you, but I want you to turn around and bring somebody up and just pay it forward. Cause that's important to me. As so, as corny or cliche and all that shit may no. sound, nah, that shit is so real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, um, so Tyrius and throughout the past four or five years, me and Eve Rivera have been rocking <laughs> like crazy. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's my guy. You know he's yeah. from the Bronx. Cause it was like Eve is from the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx. How come we not working with one another? And then we got a chance to work. And then. We've been rocking ever since, and we just formed a great relationship. So that's my guy. I love him, and he's off, and now he's doing Power. You know, mm-hmm. he's doing some other episodes, some new, some new TV shows that's coming up. So I'm, I'm happy for him, like for real. But yeah, oh, man, yeah. I'm all, I'm always looking for new up and coming creatives that I can actually deliver something. Whether you're just on set taking photos, or being a director's um, assistant, or whatever, just so that you gain the knowledge, because that's the best school being on set. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. best school. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. That's so that's how that that's how that happened. That's that's the thing with with music now. You know, like I always talk about how like there's so many fans that are artists because you yeah. can be an artist and just sit in your room. Where our generation, you know, you have to get somebody had to co-sign you to be an artist. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. A DJ. Yep. You know, a, a, a mixtape DJ, a producer. Yo, come to the studio. Yo, come yep. to the studio, right? You know, I always think of D from Rough Riders. He, yo, come to the studio. Come to the yep. studio. It's like That's he would D. never say, <laughs> right? That's D. Yo, come to the studio. Anything you had to say to him, whether it was about anything, yo, come to the studio. But that's the old school way. And now I feel yeah. like, because what you just said, like, rang a bell. And it's like, yo, that's all. It's re- that's what it's about, right? It's yes, about, right. The f- it's not about like, yo, sitting at home. Yeah, you can sit at home. That's cool. You could learn. You could take, you know, read courses. You could watch whatever. But being on set, right? Being in the studio, that's where you get the feeling. The, the you know, that's where you get the realness. I mean, you just hit me in the head with that. I just thought back to that. It's true in, in any form of music. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I still keep in contact with D. You know, I see why it's always love. You know, because they actually gave me an opportunity too to you know be their in-house video commissioner. You know, working mm-hmm. with X on the first, in, on the on the second album, I should say, because I met them when I did "Stop Being Greedy" video. I met them then. I was like, "Yo, that was an experience in itself." Almost died on that shoot, but <laughs> it's because it, that was a that was one of the longest. That was a long shoot, and then we drove home, and then it, it, it was just crazy. And then I wound up doing the slipping video with a uh, DMX slipping video, and that's when we kind of like became full circle and I was like, yo, I want to do the videos for you guys. So, you know, I love DNY. They gave me a great opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. just to work within the label um, and just to see their growth doing the, you know, going to the tour, doing the tour shit with them and 
it was it was great, man. And even to this day, I tell D all the time. I say, Yo, D, if you need anything on a visual tip with your new artist or whatever, holler at me. You know, like don't like I'm not I'm not concerned about budgets and all that. Or you having to yeah. pay me? It's like yo, it's out of respect because I want to see you win too. So if yep. I can help you out, so be it. Like if you say you got a ten, you got a, your budget is ten thousand dollars. I well, I got directors that can do that. Yep. You know, if you got a hundred thousand, I got directors that can do that too. Mm-hmm. So don't don't get don't don't get caught up because of what you see me doing. It's just the fact that it's out of it's just, it's just the love that I have for you. And just at what you're doing. So I have no problem extending my hand. You know what I'm saying? And that's what Kareem means. It means generous. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm that's why that's the way I am. You know what I mean? So that's dope. it's it's that's all right. love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's let's push away from from the business side. As a hip hop, you know, fan, whatever, like who are your dudes coming up? When hip hop was introduced to you, who was it? Like who is your first dudes that you just fell in love with the, with the music? Man. First and foremost. BDP, KRS all day. Mm. I mean, he, him and the Jungle Brothers really shaped my world and not, and, and even made it, it made it, it was even crazy because Sammy B from the Jungle Brothers lived around the corner from me. See, my whole, my, my, my block was crazy because I had Sammy B, Sammy B from Jungle Brothers around the corner from me. I had Kick Capri up the block. I had, I had Premier, because when he lived in the Bronx and Google, they lived on Lauren Place. Which, along with Malakata Nutcracker, I had you know Slick Rick would come around to see to see Sammy B. Red Alert would come on the block and see him, you know. Hey. So my my block, my neighborhood in Fordham Road and University in the Bronx, I I was I was good. I was just like and just you know that was that was that was that was my and then I had Prince Tafari from Prince Tafari from um um uh uh Rap's new generation that song. He lived. Oh. He lived direct. Yeah, he lived directly across the street from me. You know what I'm saying? So I had a nice, I had a nice, you know, community of hip hop folks around me. But it was definitely, you know, you know, KRS, Public Enemy, um, Jungle Brothers. It was a lot of native tongues. It was a lot. Mm. De, De La Soul. I mean, it was. It was really. It was really native tongues that really did a lot for me. And so, then, you know, high school and, and all the other stuff. And as I got out of high, of course, it was, you know, the locks and, you know, the whole Yonkers crew, you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I even with you, it was like, yo, I really want to do a visual for Genovese. Like, for real, like, I really wanted because the music was just, it just hit me. I was like, yo, I got to do a visual for this guy. I got to, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, so it was, you know, we're still going to do something. <laughs> Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Because we always talk about hip hop. Hip hop yeah. is the only genre of music where if you're a certain age, you're like, oh, you can't rap no more. But you exactly. got Tony Bennett, 90 years old, could still sing. Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? People still touring, yeah. you know, like Rolling 70s. Stones. Mick Jagger Rolling still Stones, running around like, on stage. Exactly. 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 You know? If you're talented and you have a fire to do something in your stomach and you're creative and you're still good at something, man, listen. We're, we're gonna not. do something, bro. I'm telling. I, I told you a while ago I had a plan for something that was crazy, and I definitely want to follow through on that because I was I was appreciated your talents and and the type of dude you was, and I was like, listen, one day we're gonna do something. And, and we I'm will. here, like I, and I can tell you all the time. You know, my line is always open, bro. So I, you know, I've always been admirer of you know what you're doing and music wise, and and now we're just communicating through the gram and the whole nine. So yeah, I'm I'm always here, man. But definitely. 
let's get something so, going. Cause um, like I said, you know, I'm 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 a believer of all this. I love it. I love what I do. I just want to create some dope visuals, man. And um, that's where it's at with me, man. You know, so definitely. Um, but yeah, those are those are those have been my um. Those been my heroes of the hip hop growing up, and you know, of course, a lot of West Coast shit too. Down south, I mean, I just love music, man. So, you know, today is a little different. I mean, I find myself, you yeah, know, yeah. What about to- today? Like, who? Any anybody today that really sticks out for you? Um, it's it's random. It's like maybe a couple. Uh, I find myself going into my '90s playlist all the time on Spotify, or I know. or and, you know, it's I, you know I'm I like on Rock the Bells radio all day. <laughs> yeah. serious, all day you know, exactly. Yeah. It's like, you I'm know, sorry, I, I just I, I'm with you because you know I know the words to those songs. I know, <laughs> like I like the, I like the feeling it evokes. It takes it, that it evokes. It takes me back to 11th, 12th, first year in college. You know that type of shit. You know what I mean? So I, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. But right, I mean. It depends, man. There's so many, and I think I think it's more or less songs, not bodies songs. of work. You know yep. what I'm saying? That's like, a good quote. as much as I love Boogie, you know, and he's he's on my roster. There's a lot of songs I like from him. I'm starting to actually, I'm starting to listen to a handful of songs. The NBA Young Boy. Um, I think my favorite artist now of this era, this John of of this era, is definitely Kendrick. Kendrick is my favorite. Artist as of right now that I listen that I listen to a lot. Um, him and Freddie Gibbs, I love fucking Freddie Gibbs. Um, Gibbs Freddie Gibbs is dope. That new album he just put out is amazing with, with Alchemist. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, it depends, man. It's more or less, you know, a, a song. I love this song. I love this song. I love this song. But it's not like oh, I love the artist. Kendrick right. might be the only. Kendrick might be the only one that I'm like. I'm listening to everything from beginning to end. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's, that's, not that's my really guy. This generational, right? I was, what, is he? I don't yeah, know. Hell yeah. I, would say I mean, but it, you know what? It depends. It depends because. I you, think because Kendrick is so different. Yeah. He's, yeah. He, yeah that's he's from it. this generation, but he doesn't sound like this generation. Like exactly. Yeah. And where Kareem said, like, where you could listen to his old album, where, where these dudes, some dudes have crazy knocking songs. But then you listen to two or three other ones and you're like, ah, like, you know, yeah. it's just that song that sticks out. But Kareem is, I mean, um, Kendrick is just the full, oh, he's, he's the full spectrum. He's you know? amazing. He's, he's yeah. fucking amazing. And I, I mean, I've worked with him once. He was um, featured on the track. It was, uh, I forgot the female's name, the um, R&B singer. Oh, the, SZA? The SZA no, 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 it wasn't SZA. This, SZA wasn't even out then. Um, Kendrick's, I don't think Kendrick's, album was out at i think adhd might have been out but mm. i forgot the girl's name she was this is when rock nation had first started i forgot the young lady's name but it was her featuring uh kendrick we shot a video in north carolina because him and j cole had a show that night so they had we had to shoot the video in north carolina but i forgot her name but she's also a writer i forgot her name but that was the first time i worked with him my only time I look, hopefully I can do it again, but yeah, Kendrick is dope, man. You know, he's, you know, um, there's certain songs from Migos I like, you know, I mean, you know, it's just, you know, it's I just like, songs. I, yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel songs. Songs. Yeah, you. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just like, songs. not going to run they're to the catchy. Migos concert. I think the songs are catchy. They're not like good. They're just catchy, you know? Yeah. 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 They don't hit you in your stomach to nah. make it all. 
No, it's not one of those type of it's joints. It's not like a KRS one joint. No, it's not. Oh, like yeah, that. definitely. Well, I can well, I know the words. I know the right. whole two. I know the you know, I, and that, you know what's so crazy as I'm listening to a lot of the records back from, you know, eighty eight to ninety two and I'm listening, I'm like, yo, you know what's so crazy? It's like these songs have three, four verses, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm listening to songs Five now. Yeah, I'm listening to songs right <laughs> now. They're giving you maybe a verse, maybe two at that. I was just, just listening like, to my mind's playing tricks on me, and I, and I didn't realize from back in the days, I'm like, Scarface went, and then Willie D went, yeah. and then Scarface went again, and then Bushwick Bill went. Crazy. But, but, but back then, you didn't think it was a long song. You were just yeah. like, oh, this is dope. But now it's like these, these the younger generation is like, they can't listen to a song past two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're so right about that. Because That's when, it. It's done. Even when, even when I get the records to do a video and I listen to the record, I'm like, oh, it's only two minutes long? It's only 2.30? 2.50? You know what I'm saying? This is like, yo, these songs opposed to me listening to EPMD, um, which is which, which is basically my favorite rap group of all time, but, uh, next to Jungle Brothers, by the way. Um, I listen up on that one. Yeah, I listen to them, and I'm like, yo, there's two verses a piece, and then they'll come in and... They'll do. They'll do like this. They'll do like how Styles and Jada do. They'll they'll do they'll yeah. do a verse together. You know what I'm saying? Which is which I also I think that is so dope when artists like a, when groups do that shit back and forth. Yeah, that back end. Like I was listening to Dope Money and Rough Riders first volume one. I'm like, yo, that last oh. verse. How they just. I love when rappers do that shit. Like y'all it's just seem, finish- seamless. Like the EPMD. Seamless. Yeah. was like they were so good together. That yeah. it was like unbelievable that the, the way they connected, you know, and even oh, like Nas and AZ were yeah. they never like the way they had certain songs that they were like just together on it just went so perfect, man. It was crazy. Oh, big time, big time, man. So yeah, it's just during the first stay at home when we first had to stay at home and everybody pandemic and all this other shit. Uh, one of the best lives that I seen. Big Daddy Kane did a show. Oh my God! Did you see that? Yo, you see that? Talking about this on a, on on one of our first episode. Yo, yo, did Kane sound like it was '88 or, or what? Like, yo, yo fan, this dude. Like, <laughs> I, yo, we had this conversation, Korean, and I'm like, if the young dudes watch Kane, go look at his old video and go watch that. Yes. And that dude, talk about timeless. Talk about longevity. Psh, that's all I gotta say. He killed it, man. I'm sitting, I'm sitting there. I'm in my living room, like, oh, just loving it. My wife is looking at me like, calm down. We're like, no, you don't understand. This is Kane. Look at him. He's rocking and he's breath control and he's you know, the mic control. He's 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 doing it. And I'm like, wow. And I have I mean, a theory on this, Kareem, real quick. What's, what's that? A lot of the Kane has a younger, a younger son. A lot of dudes like us, mm-hmm. we have young kids. It keeps yeah. you young. Oh, yeah. That's automatic. That's, autom- right? that's automatic. That's automatic. I mean, I'm not even going to front. My son, I have my 11-year-old here. He hit, he hit me with something last night. He was like, Dad, can you play B-Slime? And I was like, yo, who is that? He's like, go on to Spotify. And I went on B, went on, checked out B-Slime. He played the song. And I was like, I'm not mad at this. So he just, he just put me on to something. Dope. See? I didn't even know who he was, and the, you know it was melodic and all. That. I was like, "Yo, it's, it's not bad." I'm, so it made me feel good that he's make he's out here making smart decisions on some good music. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was happy about that, and I was like, "See," so, and that that kept me because now 
Now I'm on, I'm on the lookout for B Slime. Okay, maybe he needs a video. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I could put one of my young directors on him and do a video for him. Because that's how my mind starts working. You know, so I'm going to his gram and let me see who his manager is. And I'll send him a link of what I'm, what I'm doing. And next thing you know, I'm doing videos for B Slime. You know what Your I'm saying? Your son's so, the stripes right now. That's what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. So that's <laughs> why I'm just like, yo. And you know, and if that happens, you got a check coming to you, my young son. So it's it. all love. It's all love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Hell yeah. yeah, man. But yeah, that that Kane, that Kane live, that IG live, women, I, man, listen. I stay, as you see, and that was a while ago, and I'm still, and it's still on my brain. That's mm-hmm. how, you know, that's how it's, it's, it's just stuck with me, man. And it was, he's amazing. You know, so yeah, man. Uh, hopefully, um, this time, the golden era. Yeah, man. Timeless. Yeah, man. You know, I'm right now. I'm trying to do a video for Diamond D. You know, I've been back and forth. With, I'm back and forth with him because these are the guys that you know. Like I said once again, I, that I looked up to, that I listened to a lot. So now I feel like I'm in a position where I can help you guys, help you out visually. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. Yeah. So let's do it. And it's not even about a money thing. It's the fact that I love who you are what you've done for me, you know, you shaped me growing up, listening to you, you know, listening to music, listening to your bars, your flows, you know, that's who I, you know, and I became, that that became part of me, you know what I'm saying? So it's only right, man. I have no problems, you know, giving back and just, you know, doing what I do, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, so. so. I got (laughs) to ask you, like, this is something I ask certain people, but if there's one person in the world living deceased, that you could have 15 minutes with to sit down and pick their brain, who would it be? Uh, and I'm gonna keep it a thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, that would that would really that would really be my dad. Dope. You know, and I and I'm just saying that because you know he came up. You know, like my dad did roots. That's how far back wow. he goes wow. in his business. He did. He did. He Legend. did the movie. He did Kojak. He did. He did so many TV shows, and we've had these conversations throughout the years. But you know, I, as I got older, and you know, I just figured there's, there's other questions I wanted to ask because now I'm navigating through this business. So it's like there's certain things I, I want to. I would love to ask him. You know, now, you know, but he would. Yeah, definitely, my dad. If I, you know, if I got another, if I had 15 minutes, I'd definitely ask him a, a couple of questions. Just to see his take on it, you know. But other than yeah, that's really that's really it, man. That's that that'll be the go to person. You Listen, know? I respect that. My mom yeah. passed away a year ago, and if someone asked me that question, yeah. I would probably say my mom. You yeah, know? you know, you could get that time where through all those forty something years you had, mm-hmm. that yeah. fifteen minutes you could all those things you figured out when they passed that you didn't get to touch on mm-hmm. yeah that 15 minutes would be that time to touch on them right oh still big learning, time, big time. Still growing, yeah. you still have questions oh yeah absolutely yep yep exactly i mean listen he is the one that brought me i mean he brought me to the world but he also gave me he gave me this life he gave me this whole this this career that i'm currently in you know if it wasn't for him you know because when i was growing up i was like i want to be a you know, I mean, the two jobs that I wanted to do growing up in New York City was number, number one, I always said a computer technician. I don't know why I said that. Um, and number two, <laughs> I always wanted to, I always wanted to, I always wanted to be a, a train conductor. I wanted to, I wanted to be, I wanted to work in the subway. I was, wow. I was always fascinated with, you know, my trains was a D and a four growing up. So I was always, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to drive the train. I just, I don't, something about it, I just really, I really love. Every time I hear the D and the four, I think of D nice. 
Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I live in the Bronx by the D in the four, four right? All, all, all day. Right, more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my guy right there. That's what I was like. And that's why I was so, uh, I was so, you know, I felt connected to D Nice, all, you know, throughout those years because because of that. That D in the four. Once you, you hit, like, even when Slick Rick ran around the tree, ran into a tree near university, I, I, my block is 2500 University Avenue, 190. Wow. So every time I heard that song, I always was like, he's talking about my block. That's my block. That's my block. So it was always a, a, a I guess, a connection, you know what I'm saying, between that song and then D Nice with the D in the four. So those, you know, but yeah, but man. Also, it also gives you like strength to keep going, right? Because you're like, if yeah. someone talking about my block or it's from where I'm from, I could do it too. Exactly, you know? man. And that's why even, even to this day, I go back around my neighborhood sometimes, you know, because my mother's still over there. You know, so I might walk the block and I might see some of my old, you know, some of my old guys that I hung up with. And they're like, yo, Rim, yo, 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 yo. And I'm just like, yo, so I love. Like, you can never be like, I'm not, I'm not from here. Or I'm, we, we, can, we can still communicate and can we still reminisce and still, you know. And some of those guys, actually, I put on as PAs on some of my video. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, and like one of my, like my best friends, Smitty, um, All City Smitty. That was my, that's my brother. I've known him since fourth grade, um, fourth, fifth grade. And, um, you know, growing up, I always looked up to him and then he had to go sit down somewhere. And then when he came home, you know, I put him on his very first video, which was so for real candy rain, you know, and he, yeah, he PA'd on that. And then he did, I think a second video with the red man with Mary Jane girls. Um, um, we shot that video. We shot that in in my, in our neighborhood. And now, 15 now 20 years later smitty is fucking king in new york like every crew member knows him he's getting calls left and right he's he's so involved in the music video game he's doing commercials he's doing small short films he's doing videos he's doing so that's like one of my biggest like like achievements like 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 i've given something to somebody and they ran with it like i I could lead you to the water but someone you to drink it Right. right, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and he not not he cleared that whole pond. You know, he drank all that shit. You know what I'm saying. So <laughs> that's my guy. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, I, I I love shit like that, man. Where I could just you know turn around and, like I said earlier, just reach back, man. It just it makes oh, me feel you, good. Is man. He sending the elevator back down too. Like you keep. Yeah, who oh, who's Smitty? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's definitely doing that. He's oh. done that tenfold. Okay. Like seriously, he's definitely he's that de- because we've we've had that conversation, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, yo, just like I've done for you, you gotta do for others. And he has done for others, you know what I'm saying? Like even when Fred, when when Fred DeGarson was here, he was his go-to person. That's who Fred would always call to do my videos or do whatever, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you know, it was it was always love. So that's why you know I love the fact that if I reach back, they're gonna do the same. And I love to hear those success stories when, you know, I've been doing the, I'm in the business now for three years now because of Smitty or because of this person or because of you or whatever. And I'm like, yo, I love it. You know what I'm saying? All I ask is you just turn back around and help somebody else. That's it. Yo, Kareem, man, you know, we appreciate you, Yes. you know, and, and uh, you know, getting on here with us talking this is, 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 is love, but also, man, definitely want you to come back on again. We want to, you know, your 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 career is so crazy, man. You're always working. You're always doing ill shit, and um, love to have you back. And we appreciate you getting on here, man. And you know, 
let's stay in touch and man let's work on something in the future as well on the music side for real let's do it dope dope you know, and i know i think it. i think hooks I'm, I'm following you hooks you know vc me and you are you doing it cassie you know we could do the same as well and just keep you know keep it going but um thank you once again for having me on your platform greatly appreciate it for real thank you Likewise. man thank you kareem I want to thank everybody for joining us today you can catch us on spotify apple google play and soundcloud and also on Instagram at never.follow.trends.pod. Peace. Never follow trends. Never follow trends. Never follow trends.